Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today in Town Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram at AllDayPackers, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers, and we are coming back to you with another podcast. This week, we are previewing the New York Jets, who are also 3-2, and two, same record as the Green Bay Packers. How about that, Braun? Packers and Jets have the same record through five weeks. How embarrassing. Almost as embarrassing <laughs> as losing to the New York Giants. Not great, man. Not a great situation. How are you, Bron? Are you excited for this game? No, I'm not, but we have to cover it anyway, so... Um. <laughs> You're not excited for the game? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think we'll be okay. Honestly, I do. But we'll get into the, you know, our predictions and whatnot. I think we'll be okay. It's so weird to say this is a litmus test for the Packers season, but it is. We're playing another team with a rec- another New York team, back-to-back weeks, both New York teams, with a record that is probably better than the team is. three and two, I don't think the Jets are a 3-2 and two team. Maybe they are. I don't know. It doesn't feel like they are, though. They haven't played very well. They've beaten a lot of bad teams. And this is going to be a litmus test because if the Packers squeak by with a low-scoring effort and barely beat the New York Jets, are we going to be feeling any better about this team than, they, than we were three days ago? I don't think so. No, I don't think we are either, but the problem is is that we need to win regardless and there's even after this game, after next game, there's still going to be a lot of time to figure things out. So, we just have to start coming out with wins instead of losses because once you get to 3 and 3, now it's like we're basically going to be fighting for a wild card spot at the end of this thing and trying to and, and that's just not a place we want to be in. So, got to get these wins and then figure out the rest later, but it starts this week and it doesn't really matter how we get it done right now. We just got to get it done. The NFL, at NFL on Instagram, posted a graphic of the current playoff picture through five weeks, and the Packers are at the number seven seed. Well, you know how important that is, Griff, the five-week playoff picture. I do, yeah. I know. And right now, we would be traveling to Minnesota, who would be the two seed. um, Right now, we're in the playoffs? playoffs. We are in the playoffs right now as the number seven seed. Just end the season now, why don't we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if it's like way too early, obviously, but five weeks isn't nothing. That's a quarter of the season, man. Oh, yeah. boy. No, that's, yeah, that's so important. It is. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> of course I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's a lot of football left, but God, I don't know what to think of this team. And I was lo- I was thinking about the 2018 team. I was looking at that schedule because, I don't know, I was bored, I guess. And m- do you remember that season? We go, we finished 6-10-1. Going into that season, did anyone in the world think that the Packers were going to be a non-playoff team, a six-win team that year? No, no one thought that. Everyone thought that Aaron Rodgers was returning and it was going to be just as easy, even if we didn't have Jordy Nelson anymore for the first time in Rodgers' career. It it was going to be just as easy to make the playoffs. But we end up losing a bunch of games that we should have won against bad teams, and we end up winning six games and missing the playoffs. But you know who we did beat that year, Griff? We beat the New York Jets. So we even did if we beat suck the New this York year, Jets. even if we Week don't win another game, in overtime. Yeah, even <laughs> if we don't win another game, I still have a good feeling about this one against the Jets. In 2018, I was trying to think of like when I started to realize that that team was bad and wasn't going to win anything that year. And there were signs early on. Week three, we get blown out by Washington. Week five, we get blown out by Detroit in Detroit, and that was the Mason Crosby meltdown game. And then week six, same week as this week. Week six, we beat the 49ers on Monday Night Football with a walk-off game-winning field goal in dramatic fashion. 
and the 49ers were really bad that year, and it, that game convinced me and a lot of people that the Packers were just as good as we thought they were, and Rodgers made some big-time throws in that game, but really it shouldn't have been that close. So if that happens again against the New York Jets, I'm not going to be feeling good. No, Griff, we have to come out, and I feel like this is, people talk about a get-right game, and a lot of times that's against a team that isn't great a chance to kind of like dominate or or put yourself together but to me this has to be a get hot game and I, I think that comes from beating a team that you know they do have three wins they've put a, they've put that together uh, and they look like a solid group at times especially on the defensive side of the ball so this to me if we can put a good beating on these New York Jets this can be a get hot game for us and I think that starts with Aaron Rodgers getting the running game going once again after last week kind of abandoning it as we all know and then we just kind of get hot on offense, put together a strong showing on defense, holding that group, which lacks a lot of talent, to minimal points, which is what we should have done to the Giants. If we can kind of put together a double-digit win at home in those throwback jerseys against the New York Jets team, I think that's a great way to start off kind of what Rodgers talked about being a chance to get hot for the team and string together a few wins, especially with the schedule coming up. We've got Buffalo coming up too soon, so... Um, a lot of good teams ahead, and this is a great chance to kind of propel ourselves to, to feel like we can win some of those games. I saw someone tweeted this week that the Packers, this is a no-win situation for the Packers, because even if they do win big, it's going to be like, oh, well, it's only the Jets. But that is not the case, in my opinion, because if we win big against the New York Jets, I won't care, because we haven't won big against any team this year. So That's I'm going to be point. happy if we win big against the New York Jets. And that would be a great statement to make in the throwback 50s classic uniforms. Going up against Robert Sala's defense in the past hasn't really fared well for these Matt LaFleur teams. Think about all the beatdowns we've had against San Francisco. The only really successful game we had against the Robert Sala 49ers was in 2020 on Thursday night, if you remember this game, when the 49ers were pillaged with COVID, so it really wasn't a fair game. But every other game outside of that, Robert Sala has really brought the beatdown against these Matt LaFleur offenses. So hopefully this is a chance for not only the team as a whole, but also Matt LaFleur to uh, kind of get back against his, his best friend. And he was the best man in Robert Sala's wedding, if you remember. Or was it the other way around? I don't know. They bring that up every time these guys play each other. Yeah, and that is really a crucial fact heading into this game. So you want to talk about that for a few more minutes, Griff? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the wedding. Let's yeah, go. let's talk about that wedding. Or we could talk about the Jets, that defensive front. They've got Carl Lawson on the edge. They've got Franklin Myers on the edge. And then those two guys in the interior, starting with Quinn and Williams, Sheldon Rankins, those guys are good. And that's going to be a problem. But hopefully... This is going to be, what, the third game with our offensive line mostly together. Hopefully they let David loose a little bit on the left side and we can start protecting against a good front because, you know, no matter what happens in this game, you know that the Jets will have a good front. Um, that's, that's a fact, and that's not really disputable regardless of what their record is or how good they're going to be this year. So I think it starts there. They've got a good corner. They've got a good cornerback group, starting with that Sauce Gardner kid. He's very good. He had a pick last week. These things are important. We have to start realizing that the other team is going to be good in some areas, but we have a group that can get after it, especially in those spots. You know, when we're talking about the offensive line, I, I think we should be able to take control of this game. Maybe this can be the first really, really strong showing for our group, our starting five, and I, I think that's going to be an important part of why we win this game if we're able to get it done. Yeah, the Jets' defense really is the best part of that team. That's, they're probably the reason that they're 3-2 and two right now. Um, Sauce Gardner, like you mentioned, is having a great rookie season. He's almost already almost a shutdown corner. 
um, just five games into his career. He's really great. So the Packers, they're going to have some challenges going up against this defense. The defensive front is really good, like you mentioned, and the coverage isn't terrible either. So, But when you look at it overall, the Jets' defense, they are 19th in defensive EPA per play. They are 25th in passing EPA per play defense, and they're 18th in rushing. So despite all the talent that it appears that they do have, um, they really haven't been able to put together a really elite defense. Neither have the Packers, granted, but the Jets really have not been all that great in any phase of football this season. Well, that's the thing. We haven't either exactly, so uh, you know, this is a game where we have to show that we can really bring it to the table. Otherwise, um, it's just going to look bad because, like you just said, the Jets aren't very good, and when are they ever? Um, we used to call, <laughs> I used to call the Detroit Lions the New York Jets of the NFC. And uh, that's kind of what I remember you used to say that. Yeah, well, now we're playing the New York Jets of the AFC, the New York Jets. So if we lose to them, how embarrassing. Honestly, I would be totally embarrassed. I was embarrassed last week after we lost to the Giants in London with our home crowd there. And I am going to be duly embarrassed if we do that uh, against the Jets at home at Lambeau. So for that reason, I'm out. In the throwback unis. Yikes, if that would happen. But again... Rodgers talked about this. We're going to win this game. I think we're going to win this game. Hopefully. We are. We will. The Jets have three wins this season. Those three wins came against the Kenny Pickett-led Steelers, Jacoby Brissett Browns, and they won that game, if you remember, with an onside kick, and they were down 14 late, and it was dramatic. Um, and then last week they beat the Skylar Thompson Dolphins, who was a seventh-round rookie who came into the game after Teddy Bridgewater exited. So they haven't really beaten any good quarterbacks. They haven't I, beaten any good teams this season. Yeah. Now that you put it like that, if we – oof. We better win this game, let's just say. But you can do the same thing for the Giants, too, bro. You can do the same exact thing for the Giants. Yeah, well, they did beat us, if that means anything. Yeah, I'm saying, like, if you last week, if I did this for the Giants, it would be just as embarrassing as if the Jets were to beat us this week. I feel like we did. We did do this with the Giants, except last week we really didn't even consider losing. Well, you know what? The funny thing is, is we were dominating that game in the first half. 17-3, to if you remember. We were. 20-10 to at half. So... It's like everybody forgets that, I guess, but, you know, that's you talk about the outcome, not the not the results in the game, but uh, throughout the game, I mean. But this game, I think it's I think we're really good. Eventually, we're going to get to that point where it's where we're consistently good. Hopefully that's the only difference. We're not consistently really good. We have to be, though, and I think this game we're going to be good enough to win. The Jets are, of course, coached offensively by Matt LaFleur's brother. <laughs> Was he at the wedding, Griff? <laughs> uh, Mike LaFleur, and he runs a very similar offense to Matt LaFleur. And that kind of gives you a little bit of worry because the Packers have not fared well against that type of offense. It just last week, the Brian Dayball play-action offense, that was went very bad for the Packers, but... Mike LaFleur is not a very good coach. I'm sorry to say, Matt. Your brother is not a very good coach. And it looks like a lot of people in the Matt LaFleur coaching tree have not been too good when you look at Luke Getze coaching in Chicago, Nate Hackett coaching in Denver, and Mike LaFleur in um, New York. Matt has really got to work on his tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I'm not sure about the <laughs> What do you want me to say to that, bro? What do you want me to say? Well, one thing they do have, Griff, is some good weapons, especially when you talk about the guys on the outside. They've got that first-round pick, Garrett Wilson. Elijah Moore was a solid pick for them last year. Corey Davis is still there, a guy we were interested in at one point. And then at running back, they've got two guys you probably like, Brees Hall, who's come on strong, and, and Michael Carter, who had a good year last year. So Zach Wilson has a lot to work with, and 
we just can't beat ourselves and, and let their talent get the best of our defense. But as Jair Alexander pointed out, he made some comments about the adjustment of the game plan that it looks like they're going to be a little more aggressive utilizing their guys to their strengths like we just talked about on our last show. If everybody listened to that, that was a, a great Packers therapy session recap uh, of what went down in London. But this is the opportunity now to, to utilize the fact that we know our defenders are going to be better than whatever most teams put out there on offense. And this group is talented. I think there's some good guys there, and this is a chance to show that we are going to dominate. And I think hopefully if the game plan, like Jair like Alexander says, is pretty flawless, then hopefully we're able to do that at a high level. Maybe with this new defensive game plan, we will be able to see what we all wanted to see this year from the Packers defense. All right, Bron, that's going to do it. Give me your score predictions before we get out of here. How do you think this game is going to go? I am going to, once again, get us over 30 for the first time. I'm going to go 31-17, double digits, two touchdowns, big win in Green Bay, throwback uniforms. MVP of the game, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Fun fact. Surprise, everybody. <laughs> I think we both predicted over 30 and every single score prediction this season. So I'm going to counter that trend and hope that the reverse jinx works. And I'm going to predict a 24-17 to 17 victory. MVP of the game is going to be Aaron Jones. No, You know what? I'm changing it. It's going to be Jair Alexander who's going to get the second interception of the season. And the second interception of the season for the Packers defense as a whole. That's going to happen. You can book it. Zach Wilson is only completing 56% of his passes this year. He's not having a good season. And he's going to throw one to Jair. You can book it. And that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday of this week with a review podcast. going to be much longer than this one, breaking down everything that transpired in the Packers' hopeful victory over the New York Jets. So you can listen to that. Look out for that. Turn on the notifications. Follow us on Spotify and iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, so it notifies you when we do put out that podcast, and you'll be one of the first people to listen. Follow us on Instagram, at AllDayPackers, at LambeauLeapers, and leave five stars on Spotify and or iTunes. That helps a lot, and we really appreciate that. If you want to give us feedback, you can DM us or leave a review on iTunes. And yeah, that's everything. Okay, go Pack Go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully it's not another Packers therapy session this week and a Packers victory celebration. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.